You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Hello, and welcome to the last episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing of 2020. It is me, moi, your host, Emily Milling. And today, I'm taking a look back at all of the wins and lessons learned from 2020. Rest assured, however, this will not be an episode about the quote-unquote unprecedented times that we have experienced this year, because I don't know about you, but I am kind of sick of COVID content. Instead, I wanted to share with you some super cool things about The Ultimate Creative, about my clients, and about yours truly. Before I jump into this, I wanted to do a quick little listener review shout out. So, Bicky7890 says, fun, informative, real. Emily is the ultimate creative. Oh my gosh, Bicky7890. I don't know who you are, but I just love this already so far. She is witty and smart and makes learning fun. This podcast is a confidence boost for those wanting to learn and do new things, such as starting their own podcast, as Emily breaks things down into doable steps and offers extreme extremely helpful tips. Looking forward to more. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I love breaking things down into small steps. I think it is the best way to actually go forward and accomplish your goals. Because if you can't see all of the things that need to be done, all that's in front of you is just this giant big cloud of like overwhelm. And I find when you break things down into smaller steps, it just makes it that much easier. And in addition to this lovely review, I also had a review from Lauren Brown CA who says, so helpful for starting a podcast. Thanks, Emily. Heart emoji. Thank you so much, Lauren. I I hope that this podcast is helping you to start your own. If you have started your own, please let me know so that I can listen to it and cheer you on. So thank you again, both of you so much for leaving those reviews. If you want to help an old podcaster pal out like moi, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. It will help more people like you find the show. I'm not even joking. It is like the best thing ever. And especially because I love hearing your thoughts and I love hearing your questions and I want to do whatever I can to help you with your podcast. So, so without further ado, I'm going to get into this episode. I am kind of jazzed about it. I didn't want to record it. Like usually I batch record everything. This is one of the rare ones that I'm recording the day before this episode goes live. So you're listening to this now. Picture me. Monday afternoon, 2.47 p.m., Monday, December 28th, 2020. I am recording and trying to avoid all of the construction sounds outside. On a Monday, it's kind of impossible, even in the middle of holiday time. So I am going to talk about 2020 and all of the friggin' cool things that happened in 2020. If you've been following along with me for a while now, you know that at the start of the year, I had a completely different business. I was working with a partner at the time, and we had a marketing agency. And it wasn't that we didn't love each other, didn't want to work together. What started happening was we discovered we were kind of moving in different directions. We had completely different goals and visions of the future. And while it really sucked to have to say goodbye, it was absolutely necessary, I think, for both of us to get to the next level in our lives where we're doing more of the things we really want to do and stepping into 
the people that we always knew we would be. I can only really speak to my own stuff, but I know that my old business partner is doing super duper well, and she is, and I'm hoping, very, very successful. But it was a wild ride. Jumping into the start of the year with a completely different business, I used to focus on a lot of website building. I used to basically only do websites, and podcasting was only a small portion of my clientele. I had two podcasts at the start of the year that I was working on. I had, of course, The Business of Thinking Big by Leanne Kim, and then I was also working on Eat the Fucking Cake by Musclebound Mama, Sophie Smith DeRay. And at this time, I had some sort of a process around podcast production. I was batching. I think Leanne was really leading the charge on that kind of stuff. And typically I would say she is the go-to person to figure out how to start batching your content. If you're interested in doing that, check out some of her episodes about batching content. Anyway, so I knew at the start of the year, like this time last year, I, I was starting to work on Podcast Rocket because I, I really wanted to have some sort of a course under my belt. Also because people always ask me, back then, how do you do a podcast? How do you start a podcast? All of these things. And and I hadn't given it much thought. I think the reason I did not give it much thought further than I can provide some free information is that I didn't think there was value in podcasting. And yeah, for someone whose entire business now centers around podcasting and the value it provides to people, this was like a mindset thing for me. I had no way to come to terms with the fact that something that I loved could be turned into something I could earn money from. I think a lot of us suffer from this problem. Like the thing that is easiest, that comes most easily is usually the thing that makes sense for us. But instead I chose really ridiculous things that made no sense, like creating websites that really didn't make me feel good about myself, working with people who didn't, again, make me feel good about myself. I wasn't choosing the things that felt good. I think maybe because I was stuck in an old kind of corporate mindset of work has to suck, work has to feel bad, work has to not be fun in order for it to be valuable. And it's so funny, like I hear a lot of my clients in their podcast episodes say the exact same thing. And it, it makes me wonder, like, why do we have this belief about our services and ourselves? Why can't we have fun? So, so the start of last year was really the beginning of me taking ownership of my own happiness and taking responsibility for how I want this business to grow. So I made the decision when I parted ways with my partner to start really focusing in on the online business side of things. And here's what happened. I saw a post from another course creator who was launching a podcasting course. And I'm like, okay, well, I've got all of my content for Podcast Rocket. I just don't really know what to do with it. And then I saw the price point for the course. And then I saw all the little post-it notes. You know when people put up the post-it notes with all the people that have signed up? And I'm doing the calculation in my head and I'm like, that's like tens of thousands of dollars this woman is making just from one course launch alone. Full disclosure, I had no idea what the hell I was getting into. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I can just, I'll pay off all my debt and I'll organize all my finances and then I'll move out of this apartment and then I can go like do all the things and whatever, like just with one course launch the very first time I launch it, which is hilarious thinking back because the amount of work that it takes to launch a course and then to launch it again, oh my God, let me tell you, it is not the easiest thing of all time. It is not a way to make a quick buck for sure, but it is a great way to expand your skill set and what you're capable of and 
eventually get to the point where you're making oodles of cash. So I enlisted the help of Leanne Kim, who had been my business coach previous to this as well. I said to Leanne, look, I think that I can do something really, really great with podcasting, with a course that I want to create. I want your help to do it. What do we do next? How do we go full in 100%, 120% on this? And she said, great, this is perfect. This is exactly what we can do. And she took me through all of the steps to get from zero course to completed fully launched course with paying customers. I was also able to take part in her course, Launch Rookies, which uh, I'm not sure if she's going to be launching anytime soon again, but invaluable course. And through that, I was able to meet a lot of other course creators and we were able to support each other the whole way through, which was really nice. So I launched Podcast Rocket the first time in April, I think, April or maybe May. You know what? It was a bit of a blur. So let's say like April-ish, May-ish is when I launched it first. And if you had told me back then that I would be getting on sales calls and talking to people and, and telling them why my course was amazing, I would have been like, no, that's not going to happen. That's not something that I am capable of doing, let alone anything that somebody would actually pay for. But I'm telling you, with Leanne's support, I was able to do it. And with all of the other Launch Rookies' support, I was able to do it. And it was so rewarding to figure out how to make this happen. And I started learning more about email funnels and more about online business marketing and all of the different things that like I had set up the back end for for people because I'm very good on like on the technical side, really, really good at that stuff. That's where this whole like building websites thing came in handy because I already knew all of the different elements that I needed to create an online portal for people to actually take my course. I already knew, obviously, how to create the videos, how to do all the audio, the slides. I knew literally all of those technical elements and pieces. I just had no idea how to put it together and sell it into the world. Like I say, luckily, I had the right people in my corner in order to get this done. I launched it the second time in October, so that was a couple of months ago now, and that also went pretty well. It went kind of not as great, though, I'm not going to lie, because I thought, okay, this is my second course launch. Obviously, I'm going to have way more people signing up for it than I did the first time around, but that wasn't the case. However, what did happen was that I completely booked out my podcast production services, and I learned a few lessons along the way here, too, about price points, about how much time I was actually putting into things versus how much I was charging for things. But I'm going to get into that a little bit later. What I will say about Podcast Rocket is that I... I'm super, super grateful that I was able to meet all of the amazing podcasters that I did. Several of them have gone on to launch their own podcasts on their own. Several of them are now clients with me, and some of them are going to be launching their podcasts in the new year. And I cannot wait to share all of those out with you. But overall, this was like a big old test for me, something I just never, ever pictured myself doing, and especially like selling on a sales webinar. I've never done that before. I think I did like five or six of them. And I also had an affiliate program too, which worked really, really well. So maybe I should do an episode on affiliate program launches because I did figure out a lot of really great ways to do that as well. So overall, I would say huge wins for the year, Podcast Rocket, launching that twice, helping people get their podcasts out there, learning how to sell on webinars, 
an affiliate launching program, all of those things. So amazing. And of course, working with Leanne was so helpful and so essential for this success. So now I want to talk a little bit about the one-to-one services that I offered. So previously working on websites, graphic design, working on content packages and things that were like tangential to the things that I love doing, but not quite there. And I think this mindset really came from my last job that I had in the corporate world where I was the only marketer and in a business where there were, I don't know, 20 employees, I was like the only person doing marketing things, like actually implementing them. And so I had to, by necessity, learn so many different skills in order to actually perform my job. That also meant spreading myself incredibly thin. And I carried this through with me for whatever reason, I think it goes back to that like ability to value oneself after leaving the corporate world. I think it's really, really important to, and I'm going to talk about this more next week. I think it's really important to acknowledge that there's like a little bit of a hangover when you leave the corporate world. You still like, like years later, I'm realizing that I was operating this way because I thought that's what was expected of me. But this year really gave me an opportunity to figure out like, oh, actually, no, I can I can do all the things that I had said I wanted to do when I left the corporate job. I can charge the prices I want to charge. I can work with only the people that I want to work with. That turned into kind of some growing pains for the last couple of months, figuring out what all of my podcasting packages would be, trying to organize what the pricing would be, working with other contractors on different things. But what resulted in it is that I now work with the most amazing clients and some of them who've been with me since the very, very beginning, which I'm just so grateful for. And I love them all so much. And there's a lot to be said about putting out into the world that which you wish to receive in return. Let me tell you, I got that back in abundance. So I would say go check out the episode on attracting the right clients with your podcast to learn how I consistently landed my ideal dream clients. Let's talk a little bit about the financial side of things, because I think this is really important, especially in a year of great uncertainty or whatever it is that I said at the beginning. What did I say at the beginning? Oh, unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. Right. In a year of unprecedented times. This is not a COVID content podcast. I promised you that. So this is a podcast about how my business changed. (laughs) So in Q3 of 2020, so Q3 being, that's my corporate lingo coming back, Q3 from July until September, I earned $24,000 approximately in revenue. In Q4, so from October till now, I have earned $42,000 in sales. So I've nearly doubled quarter over quarter, but that was not without a lot of bumps in the road, specifically my mental health and the amount of time that I spend on my business. I am the kind of person that does not stop working, and I need to work on that, honestly. I have learned really the hard way what my boundaries need to be and how I need to set them. And so I have actually mapped out my entire calendar, my working calendar for the year ahead. I still do not have any extra spots for podcast production on my roster right now. But what I have been able to do is look far enough ahead that if I were to bring new people in, I would know exactly when they could come in and how we could work together. So before, I was just sort of like willy-nilly adding people in, thinking, okay, I'll just sort it out once we get everyone onboarded. And so I think part of what contributed to some of my growing pains was the fact that I wasn't paying attention to how much time I actually have and how much time is needed to turn different things around. Like I know this, I've written it down a thousand times, but my brain was not computing this. So enter Chris Swale 
host of the podcast, a little bit better. She launched a course. She was also in Launch Rookies. She launched a course called Take Back Your Time, and it taught me to manage my relationship with time properly in a way that makes sense for me. And yes, I had to say goodbye to a few clients, which really sucked because like, I truly want all of them to succeed and I want to help them share their voices. But the return on my brain and and what my brain is capable of now is so worth it. And so this year, a really big win that came out of a challenge and a lesson learned, a big, huge win for me is that I learned how to stand up for myself to myself. I learned how to say no to things that are not a hell yes. And again, if you want to do this as well, you should definitely check out Chris's course. It's called Take Back Your Time. I will drop a link to that in the show notes. So worth it, especially, you know, you're starting into a new year now. You want to get your shit together. You want to get organized. You want to, maybe you want to do like I did and plan out your entire working calendar for the year. If you have a lot of recurring clients that you work with and you want to know exactly when everything has to happen. If you want to do this proactively, definitely go check out her course and, and reconfigure your relationship with time. It is so, so essential. Another really important thing that I did this year that I was very afraid to do was I raised my prices. That was hard. And there's a lot of emotion behind it, a lot of inner battling. It's that value thing. Like if I'm not busting my ass and working a zillion hours a day and feeling exhausted by the time I go to bed and not having any time for myself, anything, any time for the things that I love, then I must not be a value. The stuff that I'm producing for my clients must not be a value, which is totally untrue. Like if I heard someone else telling me that, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? This is how you live your life. But that's how I lived my life all year, like all year. So when I raised my prices, it was like a wake up call to me to be like, oh, actually, the cost breakdown does not make any sense. I'm paying myself less than minimum wage at this point, and I'm not able to deliver what I want to deliver because I don't feel like it's of value. So when I decided that I had to make a change in order to accomplish my goals and knowing that I provide a really hands-on service for my clients and how much more rewarding that feels for me, I knew I had to make this change in what I offer and who I offer it to. And again, I had a really great coach helping me to feel strong and confident in doing this, as well as a few clients that really supported my price increases as well. Yes, even your clients are supporting you. I'm telling you this because you are probably my clients and I love you and I might be your client also and I love you. And also everybody just support everybody because that's really great. I am going on a tangent about love and support and that's what's happening. But the, I think maybe I'm just like comedy deflecting right now because like having people believe in you and accepting that they believe in you is so hard to do when you're raising your prices, when you're putting your offers out into the world. Something that was like really eye-opening for me was I was having a coaching call with Leanne and this was like right before the cart for Podcast Rocket closed in October. Sometimes on those calls, I'll just kind of ramble and I'll start talking things through in order to figure out what it is that I need help with. And so all of a sudden I blurted out, I just don't believe that people like me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh my God. Holy shit. And when you say things like that out loud, it stings like aggressively. It stings so hard and it feels so bad. But then all of a sudden you get this amazing opportunity to be like, wait, that's not at all true. Because if that was true, I would have zero friends. And I have so many friends. I would have zero clients. I would have zero customers, like all of these things, right? 
But like, think about it. How often do we hold on to these beliefs and just accept them without this digging, without this constant introspection and personal development that we have to do as entrepreneurs? Like, oh my God, the work that we put into ourselves is astronomical. But without this stuff, we don't get to these conclusions. We don't, we don't figure it out. We don't move to the next level. And so the things that block you will stay blocking you until you actually do the work and think and work with coaches and, and talk everything through and then accept that you have beliefs about yourself that are not helpful. In fact, they're really friggin' mean. Like, really friggin' mean. Anyway, all that to say, if you're thinking about raising your prices in the new year and want to chat about it, I'd be happy to do so because I had lovely people helping me to figure that out last year as well. So speaking of raising my prices, I also got in control of my finances. And this has been a goal of mine for decades. Financial fitness. This is the year of financial fitness. I have an episode coming out in two weeks with another client of mine, Melissa Houston, who also happens to be my financial coach. And we talk about the process of organizing your business finances in great detail, both on my podcast and on her podcast. So I'll just say, if you're trying to figure out your business finances, those are two great episodes to look out for. They are coming out this month. Also, Melissa has a course coming out in January for business finances. This also applies to you if you are a podcaster that uses your podcast as a revenue stream. It's always a good idea to get your finances in order. Make sure you're doing all of the remittances, the reporting, the bookkeep, all of that sort of stuff. There are so many apps out there that can help you do it. They're free apps. All I want to say is get financially fit so that you know what the heck you're doing with your money. So these are like like huge shifts for me. I'm finally feeling like I can make proactive decisions in my business that allow me the time freedom and the financial security I have craved for so long. Was it ridiculously hard? Yes. Would I do it again? Maybe. I don't know. It was really hard. Am I further ahead this year than what I was the last year? Yes, absolutely. Last year, I was absolutely miserable. If you recall, I still had this belief that I couldn't do the things I loved doing for money because I didn't think there was any value in it, because I didn't think there was any value in me, and I didn't think that people liked me. That's a pretty huge shift. And again, moving through all of these big realizations and wins is what enabled me to get in control of my finances and get in control of my time and in control of my business and what the heck I actually want to do with myself and what I want to do with my business and my life, generally. It's not easy. It's not an overnight thing. But if anything else, I have so much gratitude for what I have been able to accomplish this year internally in order to accomplish my goals. Accomplishments, that's what it's all about. Now I want to give a couple of shout outs, some gratitude. In truth, I am so grateful for all of the people that I have worked with over the last year that helped me get to this place. It is impossible to do this entrepreneur thing alone, and we all need friends and mentors to do it, and coaches. The three that I mentioned in this episode, Leanne Kim, business coach, Chris Swale, health and life coach, and Melissa Houston, finance coach, these are amazing, fabulous people. All three of them have podcasts. I'm linking them in the show notes. And if you need any help in these areas, they are the people to go to, hands down. So to you and also to all of my clients and everyone that I worked with this year, thank you truly from the bottom of my heart for making it so much easier to be an entrepreneur. Speaking of my clients, 
I have some really cool numbers that I want to share with you. So client accomplishments for 2020. This year, with my one-on-one service offerings, I have helped 12 podcasters launch their podcast. That's the equivalent of one podcast a month. In December, I launched three. So (laughs) it wasn't exactly one per month, although that is a rate that makes a heck of a lot more sense than what I was doing. Let me tell you, space it out and make it a little bit easier on yourself because it's hard to manage all of those things all at once. So 12 podcasts launched. That's so significant. That brings me up to a grand total of 17 podcasts launched for all time, and three more are due to come out in January. This is like happening fast, I'm telling you. Like, it's that exponential thing they talk about, that's what's happening here with podcasts. 10 podcast rocketeers went through my course, Podcast Rocket. I have worked with 18 different podcast production clients this year. I have one podcast coaching client, and more on that later. I have produced 344 episodes, including my own, and this is the big one. Altogether, all of these episodes have amassed 35,083 downloads. 35,083 downloads for all of these podcasts. That's amazing. That is a number, like, I don't even know. I don't even, I just never thought it could happen. And here it is. It's happening. And it's so amazing. All of these people that I'm able to help to share their expertise with the world, it's resulting in 35,083 downloads. That's super cool. I cannot wait to see what happens in the new year. With all of that super fun number stuff, I want to share a personal accomplishment. Okay, a couple. I lost 40 pounds this year, okay? I lost 40 pounds this year. I have tracked all my food in my fitness pal for almost a full calendar year, and... This is the most important, exciting part. As of this recording, on December 8th, 2020, I have run a grand total of 1,000 kilometers within this year. 1,000 kilometers. My little tootsies have carried me all around my neighborhood, all around many different parts of Toronto. I don't know how many times I've run through Mount Pleasant Cemetery. It's just where I basically live now, so I guess technically I'm a ghost. Maybe? I don't know. But 1,000 kilometers, that is like... How, again, I just don't know how these things happen until they're just there. And then you get this opportunity to reflect back and look at all the things that you've done. And anyway, that's why I wanted this episode to be about reflecting and celebrating wins and talking about challenges for the year, because we don't do it in a way often enough that makes us take stock. And doing this also, like talking about it instead of just writing it, makes it feel so much more concrete. I also want to give a little shout out to my love of my life, my partner, Justin DeClue, who is also an entrepreneur. And despite working from home in close quarters all year, we are still very, very much in love and happy, which is such an amazing thing. Honestly, I really lucked out. I have truly the best partner of all time. And I just want to say that. I love you, Justin. I'm best friend. That's all I'm going to say. Now, looking forward... I'm really excited that I get to help more podcasters share their voices. And I did not realize just how fulfilling I found this work until I gave myself permission to enjoy what I do, to stop doing websites and just create great content and provide guidance on how to do that. 
So originally I was offering editing only services and that turned into adding audiograms and that turned into creating a really slick kick-ass client dashboard with very specific resources and tutorials for my clients. Now I'm doing monthly sessions with my clients, monthly master classes to help them level up their podcasts. Things like guest interview techniques, content planning, better performance for solo episodes, and so much more. We've also developed a more robust show notes package courtesy of Valeska Griffiths, which includes a caption for your social post and email to your list. And then the show notes themselves can be very easily copy and paste repurposed into a blog post, which you should do more traffic to your site. All of these different things have brought me to the place where I feel like I am offering a really holistic, comprehensive package to my people, one that provides the kind of value I want to be giving them and and one that truly brings me fulfillment and happiness. Because every time I get the opportunity to share more information with my clients and, and help them to make changes that have a direct impact on their businesses and bottom lines, like that is just so amazing for me. That makes me feel so, so good about what I'm able to do. I wasn't doing that before and now I am and, and I'm just so grateful to all of my clients that have been with me through this development process of figuring out what all these packages are going to be and giving me feedback and working with me to figure it out. I am beyond grateful for all of the feedback and everything that I have learned from my clients this year. And I would not have been able to do this again without my amazing team, Valeska, my copy chief, and Laura, my editor. Without them, this would be completely impossible. And I just want to say, you know, I'm really happy that I'm able to provide women and non-binary entrepreneurs with all the tools they need to go confidently share their content in the world. So with that, I would just like to say, Happy New Year, Happy 2021, Fuck 2020, Sayonara. It was a year of growth, of learning, of reflection, of really slowing down. And I hope that you all take some time to reflect this week as well as we enter into a brand new year full of wonder and awe. And I truly hope that you have more opportunities to share your voice with the world. If I can help you do that, please let me know. I am at the underscore ultimate creative over on Instagram. And you could also head on over to my website, theultimatecreative.com for plenty of podcasting resources. I'm going to be sharing so many more with you in the new year. I am recording everything now, today, in this moment, and you're just going to be slammed with podcast stuff. It's going to be great. Thank you again so much for listening. I love you all, and Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. This podcast is produced by me, Emily Milling. And if you're looking for a podcast producer, look no further, darlings. I'm here to help you. Send me an email at emily at theultimatecreative.com. You can also check out theultimatecreative.com slash start a podcast to help you get ready to share your voice with the world. <laughs>